Hubhopper Originals. And what happened was someone on Twitter had said, uh, thanks so much for playing my song, hashtag made my day. And they wrote it as M-A-E-D. And then I was like, wow, that's so cool. Taking that. Hi, people. Welcome to the pod list. I'm Sayash Abdullah and I will be your host through this show. Firstly, I really want to thank those of you who've tuned in to listen to this episode. You know, today's episode, needless to say, is extremely special to me because it is my first ever podcast episode. And for those of you who might have found yourself listening to this, having no idea what this show is all about, thank you guys for giving it a go. So what we're trying to do here is map how and via whom podcasts are exploding in India, creating a sort of listicle. That's right. Hence the name Podlist. And so essentially identifying the most unique and entertaining podcasts that exist. And the podcast I'm featuring today is one of my all-time favorites, Made in India. Been around for a good five years now, it's an indie music show with over 200 episodes that feature artists, musicians from across genres. Tune in and you find really fun conversations, getting to know the artists a little bit more and music that they perform live for the show. So if you're a music nerd, then you're probably already hooked to this show as I speak. But if you're more like me and your iTunes hasn't been updated for as long as you can remember, or say you're somewhere in between these two extremes, either way, this is exactly the podcast you need. In today's episode, we talk to May from Made in India about her journey, her love for music, what it takes to be featured on Made in India, and so much more. So let's dive right in. So taking a step back, when did your tryst with music begin? Like what is your earliest memory of first getting drawn to music? I'm an 80s, 90s kid. So I grew up with my mom buying me like a little tape deck that I used to have where I used to listen to the radio a lot. So all the cool chart topping hits and all that. And then I would, whenever a cool song came on the radio, I would record it on my little tape deck. So that's kind of where I started, you know, literally like recording it off the radio, all of my favorite stuff. But honestly, it was my mother who was mainly like my biggest influence because my mom was like really into music. My mom played guitar. My mom used to make us sing. So my relationship with music is very much to do with like my family and stuff. So very much like musical family. Wow. And you got into this sphere of podcasting back when it was funny, medium, you know, especially in India. So tell me what's your journey been like thus far? How did Made in India come to be? So I studied in the UK for four years and I worked there for two years. So in my undergrad, I was like, I had a film show on the radio. In my postgrad, I had a like a, a weekend quiz show, but I was also like a journalist. They had like a journalism arm as part of the radios. And then when I graduated, I still continued to work in radios, working for a community radio station in Wales. Um, and I was their news editor. And I continued to stay in radio. I was working in Chennai for a radio station there for about a year. I actually moved back to Bombay because I got a job with N87. They, the erstwhile N87.in, I was a music journalist with them. And that's kind of when 
I was like, wow, there's a lot of music coming out of here. Some of my education did happen in N87, but I still really missed radio, which is how I ended up going back and like working with Radio One. Yeah, and then I was doing that for about two and a half years and I left. Uh, I kind of felt like I got a little bit jaded by radio and the, the, the corporate world. Uh, not that even consider radio corporate, but it can be. And I kind of felt like I wanted to do something else. Like I thought I'd take a year out just to like freelance because I was also a voiceover artist. I also did a lot of writing work. And during that time, I got approached to make a podcast because someone knew that I was like an ex-RJ that I, they were like, hey, you know what? Do you want to get into podcasting? And that's how I came up with Made in India because I... For about two, two and a half years when I was on the radio, there was like an evening slot for indie music. And I used to program that because a lot of the time, at least a lot of the private commercial radio stations don't have studios that are built for recording music. It's just built to broadcast. But I want to be able to take musicians and put them in the studio and them to do live sessions, which is what I wanted to do with Made in India, because a lot of artists can't even afford to record their album because it's so expensive. So that's, and I wanted to be able to not only talk to artists about their music and find out their origin story and find out how they make their music, plus for you to get a chance to actually hear them before their music. So yeah, that's how sort of Made in India, the inception of Made in India happened. You know, you are always bringing fresh, fun artists to the fore. So is there some sort of a checklist one has to tick off to be featured on Made in India? Let me just say that music is very subjective. And what one person likes, another person might not. And I might have a broader taste in music than most, considering the fact that um, I do have quite an eclectic taste, but I do like a lot of different kinds of music. I kind of like a little bit of everything. And the music that I feature on the show is definitely subjective in the sense it's the stuff that I like and I think is good enough to put out there because the show is a recommendation of music, right? Uh, I definitely don't think that anyone who emails me saying, I make music, please feature on Made in India. Not everyone is going to get a chance to be on the show. And so editorially, yeah, it's like my show, my rules. So it is the stuff that I like. But I always say that I'm a fangirl because I'm genuinely a fan of the music that I feature on the show. I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't love it. It doesn't necessarily have to be just about production value or anything. I also have heard music that may not be the the top audio quality um, that they could possibly be, but the the music, the songwriting, like that's something that sort of captured me. And, and language doesn't matter either. You can be really taken by a song regardless of what language that it's in. I can't even give you a checklist because I'm just like, well, if I think it's good, then it's on the show. The most important thing for me in the show is every song that you hear has been vetted by me. I am listening to the music. Every single song that comes uh, to our email inbox, I'm listening to it. I listen to everything. So if I like it, you're going to feature on Made in India pile. It's just basically what I fangirl over. <laughs> That's how I choose my music. Well, we are all technically listening to May's playlist, so... Yeah, pretty much. You know, and over time, you have interacted with musicians who are not only acing their craft, but also at the top of their game. So what would you say is common to all of them? You know, say there's an aspiring musician who's probably waiting to be discovered, listening to this. What would your advice of sorts be to them? 
So um, for any artist, my, and I hate giving this as advice because I'm not a musician myself, but I think what comes through with really great artists is them being truly authentic to themselves. I don't think that every artist instantly has their voice, right? I think you find your voice. You discover what it is that sort of tap into yourself to be able to understand what kind of stuff you want to create that you're truly proud of. And also hone your craft, like whatever it is that you are learning, try to learn your craft as much as you can. So figure out for you what's your best way of learning and honing your craft. And I would also say, make other people listen to your stuff. Don't hoard it and keep it to yourself because the whole point of your art is that you want other people to listen to it. And take the criticism. Even if people criticize your music, even if they say, mm, I don't like this, or maybe you should do that, take everything with a pinch of salt. Like you might take one person's advice, but not want to take someone else's advice. That's okay. Do whatever you feel like makes sense for you. So I don't know, like sometimes it, like I said, it's a very emotional thing. It's so intangible. But I, my advice is just like, keep at it. And like, I'm telling you, we'll find a way. I think that's great advice, musician or not. And you know, the way I see it, music is your passion and your work revolves around music. So you're pretty much always at it, which actually brings me to my next question. When one's work is their passion, it sort of tends to seep into, you know, every aspect of one's life. So how do you draw that distinction? How do you compartmentalize between your personal and professional life? I don't really... I don't feel like there is a real distinction because I love music. I, I work with people that I trust. My brother is a musician, for example. And my brother, for maybe two years, was the producer of Made in India. And I can't work with every single one of my friends. I also work with my partner. We have a personal relationship and a professional one. It's already so complicated, but... We work really well together because these are people that I truly trust in my personal life that I also trust in my professional life. So even if Made in India didn't exist, I would still be listening to music. I'd somehow be involved in the independent music space, even if I didn't have a show. So I don't ever think that would like vanish. Personal, professional, like music's just like a really intrinsic part of my life, I think. So you're practically working all the time and loving it. That is great. So how do you plan the show? What's your process like? I have to admit, because Made in India, the podcast is not the only thing I do. I also run a podcast production house and consultancy. The show is just like a very small portion of like a huge thing that I do. So what happens is that I'm actually um, planning Made in India like months in advance. And so there are many, many things that have to come into place. With musicians, it's just like, okay, I'll call my the band and I'll let you know. And then like two weeks later, I get a date and then that date doesn't coincide with us, all the studios so, and our video guys. So even just getting the recording date is like a task. So once we get a recording date, we've settled on that. The band need time as well because I usually ask them to do a slightly stripped down session sometimes. So... What happens is they have to jam. I'm getting ready for the interview. The recording is usually like live. We edit very little, but otherwise the whole thing is about an hour long. But the recording is four hours long because they have to, the band have to set up in the studio. They do a sound check. Then we record. Then they have to unpack depending on the band. Like if we've had a seven piece band all the way down to like a single singer songwriter. 
Then once the recording is done, it gets sent to my engineers who, by the way, have to mix and master music. So that's not an easy thing to do. They're now taking all these, the, the entire music file and mixing music. So I'm, I keep telling people I'm releasing a four song EP every week. That's a lot. Like musicians don't release a four song EP for years and I'm releasing one every week. So it is like, because I work so much in advance, I also, and this is the, the radio mentality in me, you're continuously doing a show for years, right? So what are you doing differently every year uh, or every day or every week or certain months in the year? I work with my show through sort of, I create these, you know, campaigns, which are sort of arches in the year that we sort of focus on. And now I'm super excited about this. And I don't know when this episode is going to release, but we got a really big special that we're doing for August. And considering the sort of tough and very tense times that we live in, I usually feature independent music from India, but in August, we're doing a, a campaign in August called Our Neighbors, where we're featuring independent music from Pakistan, from Bangladesh, from Nepal, from Sri Lanka. And I think as part of what we wanted to focus on, we wanted to make sure that like, what, with whatever is happening in the world right now, that it is about love, and camaraderie and good music and you know just make sure that like we're all friends man we're all human and I wanted to like kind of showcase that through the show and through music like from different places with different people and different artists so that's kind of like the big plan for August so 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 it's exciting like August is gonna be a really cool month that is exciting and a lot actually. And of course, like you said to yourself, you're doing so much more than just this podcast. Though it in itself is so much. How did you sort of build this brand that you have? What are your plans of expansion like? I make podcasts. That's something that I do because I've been working within radio for such a long time. So I really understand what makes a good show, how to tell stories through audio. So Made in India is its own entity. What I wanted to do was to create a, a, a place that people could go to to listen to really good music coming out of this country or not coming out of this country. <laughs> Just good music. And the, the, the podcast company that I've started is about working with creators and brands and to build audio shows. So I'm not really in this space when I, where I want to factory manufacture shows. Uh, I know the kind of person that I am and I'm very deeply invested in the work that I do. So even if they're like, you know, 10,000 people that listen to the show, but they love the show, you know, that's what's super important to me. I want to be able to make stuff that I feel like, like genuinely either interests me or is telling a really great story. Podcasting is a really great, like it is for me, it's an exciting space to be in, especially in India, because you're constantly treading new ground. You think of an idea for a show, it's probably not been done in India yet. So one of the shows that we do is She Says She's Fine. It's a women's health show that's helmed by a gynecologist. Doesn't exist. Let's do that one. Even your show, for example, right? You're just like, let me do a podcast talking about podcasts. Like, let's do it. And it, it's not, there's no other show like yours. And it's exciting because like very recently there was uh, a company called Vox Nest. 
and they have done a mid-year review for 2020 called The State of the Podcast Universe. And in it, they've mentioned that India is the second largest growing podcast listenership audience in the world. So I'm just like, winning! So that was May from Made in India. And once you guys check out her show, tell me if you like it as much as I do or more. And I know that this is kind of like a podcast recommendation show. So I would love to hear from you guys. If you have any cool podcast suggestions that you think I should check out or feature, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram. My handle is at Sayasha Pillai. Or you can write to me on my email at write to Sayasha at gmail.com. Now, there was one last thing I wanted to share with you guys. So I have collaborated with the Artists Project India, an organization that works to promote talented, handmade artisans from rural parts of our country who do not have the means or access to technology. Now, more so because of the pandemic, there are a lot of artists out there who are unable to make ends meet. And I'm talking about artists from the outskirts of our cities, from small towns and villages. So what we are hoping to do through this podcast is to somehow unite and aid these families in whatever capacity possible. I have shared a link to the campaign we've created in the podcast notes and I would urge each of you to please spare a couple of more minutes to have a look at it, share it and contribute in whatever tiny way you can. You know, a couple of extra minutes of ours could actually bring a meal to someone's table. I think that's pretty great, don't you? So that's it for now. I will catch you guys next Thursday. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट